0: DK. What are we doing? We're saying hi to Frank Schultz. That's why. I'll um, tell you this. What's up, Frank? How are you doing? See, living Frank man? says he made it live today and that doesn't happen often. It's so funny how many people share that with excitement when they come because they they're it's the show doesn't work for them at a certain hour. Yeah. yeah. Then they come in later and they listen later, which we appreciate. We appreciate it no matter how you listen or watch or whatever, right? Yeah, absolutely. But it's different live, isn't it?
1: It's so much different live, DK, because the interactions there. And if, of course, if we see your questions and comments, we will try to get to them. I see one right now, DK, and you know what yeah. I can say because that's going to be the theme of the of the show a little bit too. What's that? From right here, Mike in Texas. Wrong. We did not start at
0: four oh six today, okay? <laughs> Wrong.
1: Okay, I think I saw four, Rob Thomas.
0: Wow. Oh, four ten. Uh, wasn't that the Matchbox guy? That, Rob that- Thomas. Man, I'm not even sure you lost me on that one, DK. That's a singer.
1: six Rob Thomas. I don't know him. I know Carl Thomas, the R&B singer.
0: No, see, they- I don't know Carl Thomas. <laughs> <laughs>
1: see, oh, the the two worlds colliding right here, DK. That's what that is. But we're not late, Rob. DK, and he blamed it on you. How could DK do that to us? Ask
0: him if he's the Matchbox guy. As long as we're having a conversation, are you the Matchbox guy? We
1: got. We'll find that answer right here. But we pre-talked for a second, right, DK?
0: And we talked about Matchbox Twenty. That's what they're called. Yeah, is that who that is, Rob Thomas? I'm not a fan or anything. I just yeah, he was a singer for Matchbox Twenty. I didn't know that. Now you do. N- now next thing comes the education of DK on what the heck a Carl Thomas is.
1: Well, well you'll know his – you'll hear his songs. I'm sure you'll know it at that point right there. Uh, with that being said, though, we, we spoke quickly, briefly, about players doing better in other situations, DK, because there's going to be a lot of people in about two, three weeks maybe. We, yeah, about three weeks that's going to be upset. Should we just go ahead and start the show? You know, that seems like a decent idea. Oh, and I got an announcement to make after this, too. An announcement. I don't even yeah. know what this is. Okay. Yeah, It's simple. I'm gonna be honest with you, but it's necessary on a day like today. All right. Like
0: The healthiest possible attitude one can have to this show's start times, by the way, is expressed by Sticky B, who says, this is the best Steelers show online. They are never late. It starts when Ramon says it starts. Is it? Well, that's okay. The bell signifies that, DK.
1: The other side of this is, it's hump day. I
0: not it's? That's the announcement. I, I, need yes. I need so much more coffee. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that is the announcement, DK. Because oh, We geez. get checked on Wednesdays because of that, okay? But because of that, also, I'm announcing it now, and there are going to be people that come in later. and It's like, what, well, Mo? What day is it? What day is it? And I've already established and done it. That's the reason I had to say there was an announcement behind it, too. See? Mike, Mike, in, Texas. In, Mike
0: in Texas, he speaks in the emoji.
1: Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Look no, at that; Mike, those Mike,
0: look like so six humps it. and four bells.
1: <laughs> Sound is so inappropriate.
0: Huh? <laughs> it just it didn't it didn't exactly click, <laughs> did it? Sound is so inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that
0: was so bad, oh, no. DK. Oh my gosh, man! You know what? Somebody's gonna have to kick our rear ends here. Why is that? And, and it's gonna be Nick just to get us rolling here. We're, yeah. We'll we'll take one cue early just to get us in the in the roll here. Uh, he says, "Hey, hey Moan and DK, do you think that the Steelers will address inside linebacker in the draft or free agency? Which of the two, draft or free agency, Moan?"
1: If we're going draft, um, I don't, I don't know if there's a superior top-tier first-round linebacker. That That's what willing. we hear. Yep. Yeah. yeah, not in this year. The off off-ball linebacker, meaning the inside linebackers, have taken a hit market-wise, which is why I also think we're seeing guys like Devin White hit free agency. He's not supposed
0: to hit free agency. No, he's supposed to be held on to. He's supposed <laughs> yeah. to be
1: held on to and coveted. And I think when you have that type of guy, the same way you have as a Fred Warner, right, DK? Like those types of dudes right there, they garner a good bit of your salary cap. He will have a pie section for himself when it comes down to uh him being a free agent. And I think you're going to have to spend close to 20. I do uh, for a dude like him. I'm looking up his valuation. They got it at about 10 a year. And maybe that's what Tampa felt. But he's a guy that's won a Super Bowl, that's played well enough in his time in, in Tampa, and I think he's a game wrecker. I just don't know if Tampa feels he's worth what they think he deserves to be paid. Is that a 5 for 50 or 5 for 64 guy like him? I ain't sure. But I'd much rather, with where this defense at, have a guy in his mid-20s. How old is he? He's 26 in 10 days. He just turned 26. I
0: mean, that's a football prime. That, that has not changed. And yes, his position, it hasn't changed even as much as the position itself has changed. Exactly,
1: DK. And say what they want to about it. There is physicality is always at the forefront of football. I like him. I much rather see them address that position in free agency, especially if you're getting here for 10 a year. You might have to pay a little bit more, but I'd absolutely love. If they can get a guy like Devin White for about 10 a year, D.K., with where Cam is at, Minka's hitting his prime still. You got a young guy, in Keanu Benton, that has the ability to grow a little bit more. And, and of course, uh, you got your outside rushers. You import – you you put Devin White – golly, I'm getting excited just talking about that, D.K., when you mentioned those young guys. With Larry Osteel there being too, you incorporate a Devin White
0: and middle linebacker? Come on, man, what are we talking about? You know, the only quibble that I have with the stance that you've taken here, and it's a small one, is that you're not speaking in the plural. Everyone's talking about one inside linebacker. Remember that what happened with this team that worked for the first half of the season was that Omar went nuts at the position. He got himself two guys. He got himself two guys in Cole Holcomb and in Landon Roberts who could play. And then you know what? He got to camp and he goes... Nah, how about one more? And he yeah. throws Quan Alexander onto the pile. And you're like, really, mm-hmm. really? This is where you're going? Well, it turns out Omar was right across the board, both in the quantity and the quality, but also the character and everything else and the way they were flying to the football. And Moan, how, how many times did I, uh, did, did, I, did I tell you over the course of the season, being around these guys in the locker room, they're so tight. They are. You said it, man. They hit on those three that on that trio. But
1: of course, uh, as far as you scheming up and knowing what guy's going to do, depending upon who's out there in those defensive sets, uh, you can somewhat trick people offensively sometimes, DK, when you have three different guys doing three different roles, right? You can catch a defense on their heels in those situations right there, man. You're right, Joseph. We had a nice trio of Roberts, Alexander and Holcomb Holcomb. His situation was a little bit more sticky with the injury, wasn't it? I don't know what he's going to look
0: Oh, at. I mean, I hope for that, dude. No one would want to end like that.
1: No, and these injuries are much more easily repairable than they have been in years past. Unless it's like micro fracture or something like that, which we never got his diagnosis, right?
0: No, we watched it, though. We did watch it. We did. Yeah.
1: Uh, But I'm a believer in today's technology and medicine and rehab. He can get back from a situation like that. There are a couple like I I will say this, too. I like Willie Gay Jr. out of Kansas City. But it's more advantageous for a guy like him to stay in Kansas City, too, if they are, you know, they have the right price for him. There are options out there. Uh, Another guy, Josie Jewell, he's a guy out of Denver that's uh, from Iowa. Iowa college players are known to be really good pros. He's a guy that's made himself somewhat of that. Be a mid-market inside starting linebacker. But there are options there. I think this gets uh, I think this gets fulfilled through free agency, if you're asking me. And I think it'd be smart to also get a young guy that you see a high upside in, 2 DK. They can play special teams, learn under. If they bring back Elandon or Holcomb or Quan, whoever the case may be, you need that guy that's in waiting to start getting reps, too. Patrick Crane going to be too high for Pittsburgh.
0: Yeah, that's probably the case. Um, although, you know, we can find all kinds of different ways to concoct salary cap space, right? Yeah. Uh, for a team that's not paying an NFL franchise quarterback, no matter how their scenario plays out yeah. this offseason, uh, you're not going to see the Steelers putting in the $30 million, the $40 million that a lot of teams are into a single player at a single position. So... That's part of why, when people say they're the highest paid defense, and of course they're the highest paid defense, they're not paying a quarterback. Exactly. You have more flexibility. And most of the rest of the offensive guys are younger, and you don't have to pay them yet. No, you do not, DK. So the only guys making money on the offense to date are the, well, veteran guys. You know who they are. Specifically, the big boys. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) They're the ones that are are. getting paid. Eventually, you're going to have to take care of you know, Najee Harris, Pat presu- you know, presuming how many of these guys you end up keeping, uh, Deontay Johnson obviously makes money. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, – that's, that's You have flexibility at, at,
1: at a uh, – you have flexibility as a team that you didn't have in years past.
0: You can get yourself an inside linebacker of significant repute. Not that you want to acquire somebody based on their reputation, but, you know, get yourself a ball player. That's the position. But that's that's also where we're at when it comes down to
1: um the quarterbacking conversation. You have more flexibility, you no, know? at a bargain for whoever your next guy is. That's why, to me, that sign and trade or that promise of that fair for your option from one of those younger younger guys, I don't care if it's Mac Brown or Mac Jones. I don't care if it, I keep calling him Mac Brown. It's the old college coach. Uh I don't care if it's Justin Fields. There will be some type of sign and commitment for a guy that you trade for, and I'm not into the trade world when it comes down to them either, okay? So that's where I stand when it comes down to the type of quarterback you're trying to build with that can win you games and you can build around. We're watching the San Francisco 49ers do it pretty much in two years, making it to the NFC Championship, barring the injury in 22, that could have springboarded them into the Super Bowl with friggin' Brock Purdy.
0: Tom points out here, he says, you, you have to let the draft guide your free agency. I, I could see that to an extent. There's very little in the draft at inside linebacker and defensive line. So you use your free agents there. Uh, there's a lot in the draft at offensive tackle and corner. And I, I could see that to an extent. I, I know that the Kevin Colbert methodology for this <laughs> was do both. Yeah. That was the way KC would do it is he would say, what positions do we really, really, really need? Yeah, We're going to go get a free agent for each spot regardless. And then when it comes into the draft, we're going to fortify it doubly so by bringing in a draft pick. And that way you don't have to accelerate exactly. the, the development of the pick.
1: You, you, you want to have a young crop of talent at all times that are next up. You know, like that's what you're looking for. Think about the times that as of recently. That's why I think we're probably right around the corner from getting another outside edge guy. And, and and that's where I think you always are trying to build. I think they've dropped the ball somewhat and trying to figure out what they're going to do at inside linebacker. That, to me, has probably been one of the most glaring things that's happened with the Steelers as of late is there has been no real succession plan for inside linebacker uh, through the draft.
0: Yeah, they had one. It didn't work out, you know, for Devin Bush, but oh, that's, that was man. it. Oh, no, uh, and, and that has, that has had something to do with what you're saying, which is that the draft hasn't been loaded. It's almost as if college football is still taking its time, catching up with the changes that have happened at the position in the NFL. You know, wow. uh, the whole mamas don't let your babies yeah. grow up to be dot, dot, dot thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, well, In college football, what do you want to be? You want to be a wide receiver. Ultimately, you want to be a wide receiver. The next thing you want to be is an edge rusher. Oh, exactly. So could that change in the next couple of years? If they never call holding again, maybe it will. You're just going to eliminate the edge rusher position.
1: Gene brings up a good point. He played a role. Here's the thing about our guy, Mark Robinson. He is our guy, by the way. He is, and I like Mark. Mark has proven, or Mark's career so far said he's a specialty piece. Specialty pieces are used in unique situations against Baltimore when you know Baltimore is going to run the ball. You can't just be a specialty piece in the NFL. A specialty piece is somewhat Calvin Austin that you have to find roles for, and I think it's easier to do that offensively than it is defensively. Mark has got to expand his either coverage, either ability to attack and seek when it comes down to it, his side to side as a player in the inside middle linebacker because here's the thing. That position is somewhat being treated like, okay, running back or safety. It's three D value positions right now in all of football unless you have a dude. Running back, inside linebacker, and safety. Think about the conversation we've had as a show and people who've been listening to us. We've had people having discrepancies between Najee and Jalen, have we not? Mm -hmm. when Najee's supposed to be the guy well you've devalued Najee whether through his work ethic I mean through his production or the fact that you're just excited about Jalen Najee's a first round draft pick now we don't have the safety conversation in Pittsburgh because Mika's just that dude yeah but think about Terrell right Terrell is the guy that got pushed out because we'll just go get another one and nobody's really had really batted an eye about Terrell not being in Pittsburgh have we as a first rounder, as a, as first, a, first, rounder.
0: Rounder. As a yeah, first rounder, yeah, 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 Terrell's yeah. Terrell's
1: having a successful career, he's made other teams and other teams and still playing, so it ain't like he's a bust. But the valuation of who you keep and who you choose not to is a little bit different now for safeties, running backs, and inside linebackers.
0: What's the best ability, Moan? Availability, that's right, and TE has that. To spare, he's and got enough GP for everyone in the house. Games played is what GP is. <laughs> Wiry dude, too. You just, you just never know, man. It's not always about the build. It, it ain't. And I, I want
1: to gas like this group real quick, DK, because we said something's gonna happen in about two and a half, three weeks uh, for probably a couple guys that you're you have an affinity to. At least all of us when we see either potentially Chuksekor for or
0: Kevin Dotson. We're, yeah. do, we're doing that right after the break we have you know i i say this a lot and i mean it sometimes more than others we yeah. have some really good questions lined up and we are gonna get I to them, seen them. Let's oh yeah it. yeah that, no hype here you'll see there's there's some quality oh, discussion points here. real What's quick
1: that? too it's like 500 people in here man real quick hey we got how many likes so far 155 no, that's not enough. Y- y'all hit that like button, subscribe, send it to a friend to tell a friend to like the show too, man. Come on, y'all. What yeah, it doing?
0: makes a difference. This isn't a vanity exercise when we ask for the likes. This is the likes build into the YouTube algorithm and YouTube shows the program to more people. There we go. Oh See? yeah. Look at that.
1: Nah, nah They're going to do it on their own. you 100% <laughs> right. Who are you, Jeff Reed with that right now, DK?
0: I guess so. <laughs> going into a a convenience store or whatever that story was. I don't even remember anymore. All right. We'll be right back. We'll be right uh, back with the only segment that actually matters. And that's how At DK Pittsburgh sports, we take pride in coverage that connects our city's fans to their favorite teams. Now that connection stronger than ever introducing our all new state of the art app. Find expert inside reporting and original podcasts, check live box scores, track the latest stats, chat it up with our community of thousands of fans, all in one place. The new app from DK Pittsburgh Sports, coverage that connects. Oh, not messing around at all today. Just, a, just one of these like no-nonsense type shows. Yeah. Are we ready for some of this, Moan? Let's go ahead and do it, DK. All right, here we go. We're going to keep these almost like a rapid-fire Friday because there's just too many good ones here. First, everyone, when Rochelle says she's putting down 50 gift memberships, come in and take them. Make sure that you hit accept gifts, and you will be a member at Rochelle's invitation
1: exactly that way yes you can see all these people hitting this this rage in the comments you can rage out with us okay
0: you can do that and i i also want to make clear that as much as we love rochelle and we really do yeah. that we appreciate everybody when they come in with a contribution including our friend carrie who came in with one yeah, that's what I'm everybody saying. does what Beautiful. everybody can are we ready dan west says here we go moan i mean this this time all right we're gonna this is like like uh running in place or something dan west do you foresee Omar Khan being as aggressive this offseason as last? Uh, Me personally, no. Again, Why is that? This is
1: my, because I think he had to reset this team
0: quickly. This
1: time around, I think you have a better foundation. I think you're in a better spot, although the quality at every spot isn't there. Offensive line, essentially, you know what you got to do. D-line, you know you probably got to get another young guy, right? Inside linebacker, you're pointed at the positions that you actually have to go choose from this year. Probably wide receiver. Right, Maybe a tackle, a guard, depending on what you want to do. You don't have, I feel like, a multitude of positions that you have to overly fill. You have receivers in place. You have a one, a two, and a three if we're considering Calvin a three. And if it's a three, right, we're not drafting the first round for a three. We're drafting later for a three. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So, and soft linebacker, tackle. Where else do we need, DKS? Maybe a D into to it type. You got something out of Keanu Benton last year. You need depth on the D-line. Maybe a safety, maybe a corner. We're not saying, and where Omar got aggressive, Pounce left, Al left, Dave left, I left. Like, they had to replenish this mm-hmm. group. Now you found somewhat a balance. You're releasing guys also earlier. So you know where you have to go. I don't think you have further to go this time as Omar did last time.
0: Kenneth Moses says, Hey, Moan, since Kevin Dotson grew up a Steelers fan, would he return to Pittsburgh for less than market value? Oh, no. Here's our AG double hockey sticks. No. No, he will not do that.
1: <laughs> that. That is a great question.
0: I'd like that, the answer <laughs> even
1: better. That, that's a great... Imagine your ex-girlfriend going on a date with somebody else and asking you, hey, you want to date again? <laughs> Kenna, what you going to tell her? Oh, Hell no. no. Hell no. Hell no. no. And hey, you, and you want me to bring flowers to hey, you? There's no flowers. And bring and pick you up? We told you we didn't like you. Girl, you better walk to this restaurant if, <laughs> if we're dating.
0: Pittsburgh <laughs> yeah. grossly overpay Kevin Dotson this to come back here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if they won't Dotson back right now as projecting Kevin Dotson y'all listen to and this is going to take y'all off DK can I tick him off just a little bit
0: yeah 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 can
1: I pick can I tick him off just a little bit DK it's if, your show y'all I know but I like to have inclusion and stuff like that right his his number for Kevin Dotson I want to make sure I'm completely correct on this is uh market value for Dotson is expected to be around $16.4 million. Yeah,
0: that's not happening, kids. That's just without bidding. And the Steelers have guards. They okay, guards. I mean that's that's another thing here, too. So the, the answer to that is probably the most emphatic no we've ever given in and, the history of this show. And Greg. don't feel bad about him getting that and being an item no, now. Good for it, him. It just didn't work out in Pittsburgh. Yeah. That is all right. It also means they made a good draft pick. You know, right? Greg says, hey, Moan, I don't want you to compare Mason Rudolph to Ben Roethlisberger. That's unfair. So true. But strictly based on an NFL-quality strong arm, how does Mason compare to seven? You've been right under their passes. If we can be honest, tit for tat, I think Ben's ability
1: to across the middle and know how to make those big kahunas-type throws, Ben has that more than Mason. But as far as Mason being able to, you remember, that's one of the things we said. He got to find a way to take something off the top to deliver it, right? Mm -hmm. He can go
0: deep. Ben could go deep. I think it's tit for tat. Doing that his whole life. It's that when did you and I get most excited about Mason's performance in a season? It was when he would do those touch passes. Okay. He would just kind of arc it a little bit because Ben could do all of that. Um, I'm not really some superior expert on arm velocity or delivery or whatever but i will say that i i see ben being able to throw hard from more arm angles than me because okay yeah you know what i'm talking about moan because he could do it sideways this way whatever else here um i'll never ben wasn't human i'll never forget uh charlie said it or mike vick
1: or byron Leftwood said it one of the three said it okay but they were just it was breaking down to like, man, I'll be glad when Ben get back. <laughs> that was that was the conversation, because to your point that you just made, Ben could start here, mm-hmm. move his arm and steal in mid throw because it was the backyard stuff. The backyard stuff that him, stuff that him and a B would do to where a B would move over and Mike Vick, uh, Charlie or B left would miss him. But Ben had that arm talent to where he could move his arm slot and go
0: that way. That's the difference. And that's part of why he loved, in addition to A.B., uh, he loved throwing to Hines Ward. He loved throwing to Heath Miller. And he would find all different kinds of ways to get the ball to them because they were smart and sharp enough to come back to him whenever he was doing all of that uh, risky stuff here. Steve says, is releasing Chuk for a mistake if Arthur Smith looks to employ more of a run offense?
1: Here's the thing. Uh, by the way, Chooks did officially get released yesterday. By the way, y'all, mm-hmm. uh, if y'all were looking for the waiver wire, y'all look crazy for looking yeah, at waiver wire right time there. Of year, man, it's crazy. <laughs> I love it. I love y'all for that. But here's the thing, though. Too, I think Chooks is a a more finesse pass set, get in space type of guy. If we're talking about a downhill type of play, uh, I don't know if that's Chooks' strong suit as much as. Uh, it may be perceived. He's a finesse guy, but he's a when you need him to go, he goes. Like Dotson is a go guy. He's a role grader, right, DK? Yes. I don't think you are compartmentalized Chooks as a role grader. To, I would not that do point. that. No, you would not. Yeah,
0: I would and, not do that. And I'm that ain't nice. a knock. I love Chooks, but geez, no, he's and not that And that ain't a knock
1: at all, is it? That ain't a knock. That's just That's a personality. Your personality.
0: That's a personality issue as an offensive lineman, isn't it? More than anything else, am I right?
1: There, there we go. Okay. Yes, I actually had I had reservations if uh, James Daniels was a role grader. He proved to be capable of doing that. I just didn't know if he had the mm-hmm, behind him when it, but he's proven that he can move bodies.
0: Jason is so desperate for off-season football talk that he wants to get into free agent punters. We're just going to go right past that one, Jason.
1: Punters, <laughs> hey, I'm going to be real. Go you ahead. better be good with your hang time, and you better be good with directional punts. That's all that matters, man. They are nameless great faces until they prove themselves.
0: Andrew has a good general question for you. This is kind of what I meant when I said we had some great cues here today. Let's Andrew says, hey, Moan, how long is an offensive line expected to hold up in pass pro? Is it 2.5 seconds? Is it three? Is it four? Obviously, as long as they can, but realistically, it's not forever. About three and a half seconds, I think. Let me go
1: to the longest pass set. A seven-step drop. How far seven steps would be? Uh, one, two, three seconds, maybe two. About it's two and a half, just three a seconds. seconds. Yeah. I was yeah. gonna say that, on I'm the just... seven step drop, wrap should be developed at that point right there. Now that's the other side. On average, i probably give it if I'm saying two point eight of blocking, which is a lifetime.
0: Now a seven-step drop and a and a and a and a plant, which is if you think Setting aside the other other quarterbacks and scrambling or fleeing or whatever the case would be here, if you think about when that Mason, ain't on me, <laughs> I don't know, right, right, right. But if you think about where Mason was whenever for those three regular season games when he was just one, two, three, four, boom, okay, and the offensive lineman knew where he was going to be. You're probably talking about three max
1: three, three and a half. A long
0: pass set is about four seconds. I'm going to be real with you, but this also is why they loved playing in front of Mason because he hung in there until the last split second and made them look good. Like Even if things were, how many times did you see him in those three games when the, 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 the play is breaking down around him and he's oh. like the one guy in the middle, just That's waiting it out, waiting, 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 waiting. And
1: whoop, oh, there goes the ball. Yeah, man. So that that's always fascinating right there. Uh, about three and a half seconds is a bit long right there, unless you got Max Pro with tight ends in and a running back. Um, that's different stuff, which you'll see under Arthur Smith.
0: Pittsburgh Hornet says, hey, Moan, what does Mike Sullivan, and that, of course, would be the Steelers' Mike Sullivan, not the Penguins' Mike Sullivan, who's being talked about more than anybody in town right now, not necessarily for great reasons. Ooh. That Mike Sullivan has been named by the Steelers to be an offensive assistant uh that's uh what is that title Moan because when I think of offensive assistants I'm thinking of the guys that are going around the field kind of picking up footballs and taking them back to the machine that's not what he would be
1: no it's not and honestly I think he's a liaison from the old staff to the new staff that's oh. usually how that works there's usually oh, some holdover Uh, there's usually some holdover with stuff like that. DK, as far as saying, I don't, I I got my guy for the quarterback's coach, but I I want him, but I don't want to lose you. So let me make a role for you. He may still be in the quarterback's room. He may still be one of those guys when the meetings start more of a facilitator of the offense because he knows it and he
0: called it and he gets it. That reminds me, and I don't think I've asked you this yet, but do you have to change lingo
1: as an uh, offense? With Arthur Smith? Yeah. You know why you're going to have to this time? What Majority. is that? Majority. Because you ain't got to set quarterback the way you need. And this offense is more young than it is oh. old. Oh. Which explains probably-
0: why when Matt Canada came in and was working with Ben... They worked with Ben's terminology. Uh, Well, but Mason's been there for six years. I don't know. I just, just throw it out there. You got a whole new,
1: here's the thing. We're in the off season now with a whole new coach and not just a whole new offensive coordinator, but a whole new staff mostly. So it's his way now for the most part, you don't have a legacy guy. When Todd Haley came in, right? Munch came, I think, or right before, after that, it was Todd and himself really. So guess what Todd Haley had to do? Adjust himself to what we're doing. Yeah, that's, I mean, and he did, by the way. And Ben was there. Now, he made certain words, changed certain plays, and formatted it into, hey, this means that exactly as you used to run it. So there's incorporation. And one thing that Todd did, which was huge, Todd Haley, what it did was huge, was gave us one word plays as far as no huddle. Cadillacs, Rolex, Swatch uh weapons missile rocket like we had those types of names that became full plays for us and i gotta give credit to ty haley although we had some of that stuff in place um but that's just how it went that was his sprinkle on the offense
0: brian comes in and says uh if mason signs somewhere else russell wilson makes a lot of sense he's cheap and fits and art smiths they're not bringing in russell wilson (laughs)
1: <laughs> what, what 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 is Russell Wilson on the on uh so you have to trade for Russell you know what Russell base salary is for 24
0: yeah Go ahead.
1: 17 million and then there's no opt-out until 2026 so you got to pay 37 million next year
0: and you don't know which version of him you're gonna get yep okay yep I mean he, he's no so here's the thing too you know what his dead cap is for 23
1: hmm. 85 million I can't. And then next year is 49 million. So you got to commit to Russ, which all this stuff we're talking about doing as far as free agency, either Omar better be the magician. We think he is as far as numbers go, or you pass on Russ. Like I ain't against Russ. Would I Is he my first choice? No, not even because I think this team need, needs more building up than it does DK of let's go right now. Like, I, I like the idea, but there's a lot that you absolutely need to fix before you start committing yourself to somebody like that, who ain't guaranteed at this point either. He's had some okay seasons the last three seasons. I don't know if y'all really understand what that looks like inside the locker rooms, if you're getting somebody else use goods. Has that benefited Denver? And they had <clears throat> Munch there as an offensive line coach and weapons at wide receiver. I know he lost a couple and stuff like that, but he's got a running back, wide receivers, tight ends, and an O-line with a defense that can somewhat support him.
0: Big-time wide receivers, yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you have Jerry Judy, you're not complaining a whole heck of a lot about what your arsenal is. Uh, Jeff says, hey, Moan, given the circumstances, is it fair to argue that the Steelers or we really don't know how good Mason Rudolph actually can be? Like, I mean, you can look at his age and okay. you can think there's a, there's a ceiling there. Well, that, this must be all he can be, and yet – Last time you saw him versus the last time you saw him like five, six years ago, it's a pretty significant difference.
1: Different conversation right there, ain't it, DK? I I do think players can get better. Uh, I do think Kenny can get better. I just don't know how soon or accelerated Kenny's growth is going to be considering what you saw out of Mason already. So is it fair to argue that we don't know how good? Yeah, it's fair to argue that because we hadn't seen it time and time again. That's the issue that you have is the lack of reps. But what you have, but what you can go off of in those last four games, even a playoff game, you saw him do some stuff that other guys inside of your building hadn't done. And when you're looking at this quarterback pool of uh of free agents right now, how much better are those guys than what you have in Mason Rudolph already? And here's the thing, too. I know Kirk Cousins is gonna come up from somebody in the conversation. My brother Ron Slay, who's in the chat with us. And somebody asked a question on his show, and I'm a, I'm gonna rob this from him. But here's the thing about Kirk Cousins: like, why does everybody love Kirk Cousin? You know what they said? Mm. Cause he don't scare you, he don't hurt you, he ain't gonna do nothing more for you. But Kirk Cousins don't hurt you. He's just like your your neighborhood dog, right? Like like the family dog. Like Zeus ain't gonna do a whole lot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but if you go over to Marquis' house with Zeus and Athena. Guess what this <laughs> guy's They're going to bite you. You want a quarterback that's got somewhat of a bite. That, although Zeus will get active, okay? But what I'm telling you is this. Kirk Cousins don't hurt you. I do think playing in the AFC North, we're talking about having guys, right, that if we're ranking quarterbacks, you do need to make it out of the North, playmaking ability. And we saw playmaking ability out of Mason.
0: D says, uh, how much could Mason benefit from first-team reps? Which, by the way, Mason has had – in his career for a grand total of about like what 10 11 weeks, mm-hmm. maybe over yeah. six years, and yet he was still able to be the NFL's number one quarterback over, over the span, span of a month. And I, I just, how about entering an offseason as the number one? I'm, I'm being hypothetical here. Yeah, I'm, go ahead. Entering the offseason as the number one quarterback getting first team reps in a new offense with a new coordinator and a new quarterbacks coach and having everybody fully invested in him as quarterback. With,
1: with his maturity now, I'd hope that bode well for him. Jeez. Uh, that's,
0: Nothing that's just would make what him like. happier, I'll tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> there's, no, there's I, I don't even know if the paycheck could top that.
1: Yeah, I, I think so, man. I, I still going one from Rob Lightfoot at the Uncle's table, by the way. We won't start shaming these people. But Rob goes, hey man, why hasn't Baker Mayfield's name been thrown around for the Steelers like Cousins, Wilson, and Tannehill? Fell, number one overall pick, I think plays a part in it too, more than these other guys do. He's also a former Brown in that situation. And I just don't think his style of ball fits what Pittsburgh's capable of. Pittsburgh dogged him. So why would Pittsburgh, who scouted and played a guy like Baker Mayfield, Baker Mayfield? want to sign Baker Mayfield after over-exploiting him in Cleveland.
0: The owner of the franchise said the Steelers are not going to the outside to make a significant addition at quarterback. The owner of the franchise, the person who's been running football operations for 17 years now, that would be the head coach, said that the person who is going to be the starting quarterback for the Steelers in 2024 is already in the building. I, I, I can't understand unless it's out of sheer boredom why everybody keeps engaging in all these other names. Maybe it's just fun.
1: Yeah, it is. Here's another fun one. You ready? Uh-huh. We
0: answered this the other
1: day too from Joseph Gardell. Gardell, what's up, man? Uh, it goes, Hey, Moan. Do you believe Dan Moore is the 2024 Steelers right tackle? If he's smart, if he's smart, what do you mean by that? I think the projection. The big fella, big young fella, said it. Roger Jones said he wants to play where? DK, where did he, he say? Oh,
0: he, he's he wants to play left tackle.
1: Who's who has more 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 projectability of the two than 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 the other? <laughs> that would be the
0: first rounder they traded up to get
1: him. If Dan Moore wants to be in the NFL, what's my famous saying that I always say? Oatmeal is better than no meal. Heck, I didn't want to move from right guard to left guard. I didn't. I did not. The was the first-round draft pick. Willie Colon had just got injured. I slid over there, and we had eight straight years of knowing who your left guard was going to be. Dan Morgan really take a step to showing his flexibility and his athleticism by making his hips shift and moving over to the right side. He either learns that oatmeal is better than no meal and plays right tackle or, or acts to be released and go to another team. That's Roger Jones' spot.
0: It just is. And the sooner that you get to that, you know, the better it'll be. I, I think for everybody, similar to the quarterback conversation that we just had, get everybody where they're going to go. In my opinion, that's where I'm at, right? Now, can Dan play right tackle? I don't know. I mean, there's got to be a reason that everyone was terrified of this move. Yeah. There's got to be a reason that everybody was saying, yeah, but you can't move him over there. You can't move him over there. That seems kind of weird that you wouldn't be able to, you know, unless, you know, I'm not an offensive lineman. You are explain why that would be so impossible
1: for say that again. I was anybody
0: want tackle to tackle or guard to guard, switching sides, whoever rules out that a guy could play the other.
1: Yeah. No, nobody ever rules that out. It's it's the more you can do. You got to think it's only seven, uh, seven actives on game day, sometimes
0: eight. You've to be, be able to play him. Yeah, Spencer, what you, need. you all got to be Spencer Anderson to an extent. Exactly.
1: So everybody in their younger years do that. Dan Morton's had the luxury of being a young rookie starter, yeah. so he established himself as a left tackle until you realize there, there is the ability to get better at left tackle, so they drafted Broderick Jones. That's what we're dealing with here. Uh, i got to go on this real good as next week's – or next couple weeks steps up. From Mike Drops. Hey, Mon. why do the Steelers seem to avoid paying big-name free agents – is not being big spenders and free agents a reason the Steelers have generally have been generally a solid, steady franchise that has success? Yes, you answered your own question. You don't, oh, that week one is for teams who are in almost desperation mode looking for a quick fix. I'll use Cincinnati. They paid Orlando Brown Jr., who reset the left tackle market $31 million in year one. That's because they thought that window that they had with Burrow and Jamar and those dudes is still open. You don't have a team that does that. I tell you, you have to be a team that steadily just knocks at the door as a franchise. You don't want to be a guy kicking in the door every single time, every single time, because then you overspend. Like, like the Saints, who are in or, cap hell. Or the Rams. Or the Rams, right? And it takes a long time to get back to where you have the ability to knock at the door as far as playoffs. Anything.
0: Championships and the number of teams that get away with what the Rams did, meaning succeeding at it, is well—it's the Rams. Look at (laughs) the list. Look at the Super Bowl winner, right? The Chiefs. Chiefs didn't overspend. They
1: repaid Chris Jones.
0: They lost a lot of guys. This was supposed to be the down year. Remember? (laughs) They won. I know, right? All they did was win the Super Bowl again.
1: Good teams don't spend first week. That's just how the league goes. When you have more stability. You don't do that in week one. Um, So, yeah.
0: Jason Williams says, hey, Moan, how long would you say Kenny Pickett or any quarterback needs to really get acclimated to the National Football League? Was or is our system a good fit for him? Well, we don't – the current system, we don't know yet. Yeah. So what Uh, about the first part?
1: Three years is usually what I've always told you. Seven's always told me, give me three years to see what a guy's going to be uh that's where you should figure out if you're him i think since he knew it after joe burrow Kyler murray got paid after three you see justin fields didn't get broke off after three uh mac jones after three is not gonna get it the guys who are dudes is three years that way you have had your rookie year shock us you have your second year adjustment and now is your year to be a pro can kenny do it we hadn't seen kenny pick it in my opinion Take those steps to show us that he's going to be that playmaking dude. He's still doing the same stuff that he did in his rookie year in year two. Right?
0: The hardest part to, to digest about his performance this past season is that it didn't look like progress. Uh, there weren't things that you said, oh, yeah, but at least he got better in this area. And don't give me preseason. Oh, no. We're, we're done with that. We're all done with preseason analysis. Uh, Rob Lightfoot says, "Hey DK, I'll bet you that blah blah something." I'm not going to get into that."
1: Let me just add on that too. So, in a situation, in a situation like uh, Kenny versus versus God Dog, we're doing the freaking quarterback conversation again. Yeah. If, if you if you're don't get if you don't get your um, if you don't get your three years, then you need to be somehow a guy that sticks around long enough like Mason or Geno Smith, that you're able to grow a good bit and get a second opportunity to prove that you have gotten better from your rookie in third year. Mason's in year six, you just said, right, DK? Yeah. Sometimes you got to be lucky enough and get an opportunity that you can
0: prove that you have gotten better. Top Gun says, Isn't Kenny Pickett the worst quarterback in NFL history with 500 pass attempts? Uh, what that. you're thinking of Top Gun specifically is in terms of touchdown percentage. And yes, it's the worst touchdown percentage in NFL history. Damn. That's, uh, that's, that's rough, man.
1: So, so here's the thing. <laughs> it's two things. And you guys are making the point for me. I'm not anti Ken. I'm, I'm pro winning. Okay. Three kennel says this, three Ken kennel says this Kenny didn't regress teams. Just finally got film. That's that year too. But that's
0: part of... That's year two. Yeah. Okay. That is, that's that's how year two is defined in any position, isn't it, Moan? It, every position. We don't you care what you do. You put everything on film. You have 17 games of film out there. You're, Coast, you're, you're toast. Coach T breaks it to us at the end of the year. If young fellas,
1: what you did in year one ain't going to excite me in year two. Find a new trick. That That is one of his other... What you did in year one ain't, ain't going gonna, ain't gonna to make me feel better if you don't find a new trick in year two. What new trick is Kenny found? Here's the other thing, too, that Big Tiny brings up. Hold up, hold up, hold Go up. Ahead. Big Tiny says, hey, Mo, how do you evaluate
0: Pickett when he's injured every That's year? That's part of it. That's part of it. Everything we're talking about here isn't unique to any one player, okay? You have to be able to stay on the field. You have to be able to adjust. You have to be able to decipher, along with the help of your coaching staff, what it is that they've found out about you, Moan, How many t- how many stories did you tell about quarterbacks inside the division who were given these tells? You know, <laughs> oh, okay, so if, it, if his left hand is in the air, before that means it's going to be a pass play or his whatever. right foot is back. He's running. If he's – Yeah. Yeah, all of that. You've got to be aware good. of all of that, and you've got to adjust. Yes. I'm it's with so Jerry. Funny. we funny. We do reach a point in this show every day every it. day. And it's not us. I swear. At least I don't think it is. Yeah, man. And, and, and,
1: um, so that's the other thing too. And we got to pair one with another Ben says Canada was let go directly because the offense wasn't scoring enough points. Kenny, will get another chance when it comes? You hope he takes, that's the thing. He's still on roster. Uh, see, he but still I don't care should be able to battle.
0: Ch- I don't care about chances.
1: He's want to win football games. Why well, do people
0: get all caught up in chances and draft
1: picks? Who cares? But here's the thing, though, too, Ben, about what you just said. You mentioned Canada. Canada's playbook was the same thing that Mike Sullivan and Coach Faulkner operated under. You had a different quarterback earn and score more with that same playbook. Depending on the flow of the play calling, the playbook didn't change. just
0: got to win football games. Just win football games. It'll be year three for him. It'll be year whatever for Mason. Put the best quarterback out there. I, now, this is not a controversial stance, and it's not about taking one person over another, like politics, you know, Democrats versus Republicans <laughs> or whatever. It's just take the best quarterback.
1: Before we go further down this uh, behind down this 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 rabbit hole, I think it's fair to switch it real quick, DK. All right, uh, and it's just where I'm at. Well, I've seen it come up numerous times, okay. and I am pro this. I not trading up for him. I think he'll be there at 20. I like Mason Cole a lot, a lot, but with Jackson powers, Johnson,
0: pretty solid. This is a center for anyone who doesn't know. Yeah. From Oregon. My bad. I figured everybody knew. Yeah. From Uh, Oregon. And, and he made quite the impression in mobile, Alabama. Uh, We'll see what he does next week at the combine. Uh, That's, that's the position. You know, that's uh, that's almost like it it lines up just a little bit too perfectly.
1: And I think Marquise was picked at 16, and that's a prime spot for a team that covets. In our building, down one of the hallways where I have all the legendary players and stuff, um, they have the O-line board. Before they get to the rest of the O-line, they have the center. You have an organization that covets the center position. If you can find an upgrade in the NFL, it's all about upgrading positions if you need to. I like the idea of uh, Jackson Powers Johnson, respectfully, because I like the heck out of Mason Cole. I do. You know
0: one thing that does have to happen, though, between now and the draft? Talk to me. We can't be referring to Jackson Powers Johnson, as I see a JPJ. lot of people doing already, as JPJ. Okay, <laughs> we've already got one of those. <laughs> That's not going to work.
1: Uh, yeah. Uh,
0: every time you see it, you go, oh, geez. See, that's the yeah. thing, though. I've heard Joey Porter Sr.
1: call Joey Porter Jr. J.J. Where J-J. did we lose
0: yeah. J.J. from? I've never heard J.J. I mean, I've never heard J.J. in the locker room or anywhere. you never
1: heard J.J. in the locker I thought
0: this was. Oh, I'm sure you're right. I'm just yeah. saying that I, I haven't. That's all. Mm. And, and, no, we're not getting into JPJ 2.0 or any other whatever.
1: I've only heard Joey call
0: him JJ. Okay.
1: I don't know. No, I'm he... sure you're right about that. I'm just Dang. saying
0: I don't know that it's made it like around the locker room or anything. You know What'd they call him then. What are, what
1: does do teammates know. call him?
0: I, I can't really think of anything off the top of my head.
1: You can't call him Peasy because that's only one no, Peasy. No,
0: no, no, that wouldn't be right. Hey, uh, we're gonna we're gonna come back right after this very brief little outro. Let's do it.
1: i love mike
0: in texas wait what did he say he, he said this oh i see it.
1: you see <laughs> but what do we call Joey junior jj what are we going to call jj watt when he comes out of retirement lol what is wrong with y'all
0: man yeah yeah how do we do today? Look at us still getting 800 people in here oh, for the live show, and that's not that's just who's in at that split second. Yeah. Uh, when you when you add up all the different people who pass through here, it usually ends up like around the 3,000 range or something.
1: Yeah. yeah. You know,
0: people are hungry. I think I think they really want to see where this football team is going to go. I do too.
1: I, I, I and I think so too, man. And of course, we got a pod guy that says this. Hey, Mo, because Kenny's going to be on the team. If, if Kenny looks to me to stay game four, if the signings that we think will happen don't happen, I'm hoping for the hook. Like the fact that we even got to have that conversation, pot guy. I know that's not what you want either. <laughs> it's okay. And it's again, good.
0: this idea that you have to give him a chance, you have to, whatever, you owe this to that, or you owe it to the first round. No, you don't. Mac Jones got benched, and you're. You know who else got benched? Who? At the
1: end of this past season? <laughs> Kenny Pickett. Why? Why you say that?
0: He was hundred percent healthy.
1: And what happened?
0: And the, they chose the other guy.
1: Who's the other guy?
0: The other guy would be Mason Rudolph. Thanks for playing my game. No, but I mean, that's, you don't have to wonder what it is that they're thinking or whatever. They actually did it. I know the most important games. When they had their backs to the wall, the collective, the whole group had their backs to the wall. The head coach had his back to the wall. And he chose the other guy.
1: The hot hand.
0: Yeah. He called it hot hand. I kind of, I, I thought that was a little.
1: You know who never had that happen? Hmm. This guy. Oh, yeah.
0: Who was yeah. injured too. I knew you were coming with
1: that. Marquise was down for a year and a half. You know what? You... That never happened to him. Nope. Nope. Didn't happen. Sure didn't happen to say. Hey, here's another <laughs> thing. Marcus Gilbert got suspended for four games. Came he back. got his spot back. He walked right back onto the field. He got his spot back. You know what I'm saying? Like these—these these are the things that happen. Like we've seen other dudes get injured, and as soon as they get healthy, what happens? Yeah. Self-made got it hundred percent, DK. Under that comment you just had.
0: Yeah, I, I don't think it's—I don't think it's all that complicated. We like winning. You know why don't why don't you just put the quarterback out there who's going to give you the best chance to win in week one? Oh, uh, you will have to tell me this story later, DK. Well, Bradshaw got benched, and yeah, I mean that that predates me too. I mean, I was extremely. Okay, young. I'll look that up. But it, there's it, Bradshaw got benched. Other guys, Joe Gilliam came in. Uh, there were injuries involved. Terry Hanratty was part of that mix. This is again just all from my re- either reading it or whatever. But yeah, Bradshaw was not like sealed into the number one spot from the moment he arrived. He had two other quarterbacks uh, challenging him at the time.
1: And here's the thing, too. Francesco brings up, a, a, you know, want to make a hard statement. I can't say this fully. I can't say, has this play been really, really good? No. I can't say stink, too, because I, I believe in second chances, and guys do have to grow. But when you face with a dude that you just had in your building, do stuff way better than him, I just don't know if we'll see that growth in Pittsburgh the same way we're having this conversation about Kevin Dotson. It's okay to say players need different environments and stuff like that. It is okay to say that. I can't say he stink because a lot of people thought Kevin Dotson stank, and he goes on, and now he's going to be a very coveted
0: free agent guard, I think. See, this this is part of what we mean when we say watch what they say or don't listen to what they say, watch what they do. For example, Pittsburgh Hornets points out here correctly that Ramon once benched me. In favor of Mason Rudolph. what the hell did. He sure did. Yeah, I did. No apologies to you. Look at that non contrite face I, over there. You, I, I, I like, I like <laughs> winning more. Mason
1: helped us win.
0: <laughs> he did, totally, <laughs> totally kicked my ass.
1: <laughs> he kicked you. Oh, I'm talking about golden boot status, DK. Oh, it
0: was not even close.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, DK, you got
0: benched, and I was glad to see that. See, Mo <laughs> wasn't playing favorites. That's he didn't go. Through, you know, he was with, just like, "Yeah, see you, man. We have a chance to win this episode. <laughs> We're winning this episode. <laughs> you are out of here. All right, hey, guys. I'll sub you back in. Let's That's do let's, it. Let's do this again tomorrow. Ooh. Crazy people.
1: Come
0: on, man. <laughs> All right, bye, <bye-bye>. bye.
1: <laughs> Peace.
0: Oh man. Is